The following program was produced by a community producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the community producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Uh, back for another episode of O2148. I am your once a month host, John Matheson, and with me today is Ingrid and the Director of Public Facilities, Mr. Eric Rubin. Eric, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. And uh, it's great to have you. You know, we're, uh, we're always looking to educate the public with this show, so if we can get city employees on to tell us about their job and what's going on in Malden, I think that's of great interest to them. So we'll know if you don't ask me back. I didn't do a good job. This is my yeah. first time here, so. Well, look, don't don't hold me to that because you know once they hear from you, you know maybe this takes a little while for there to be updates, right? So don't okay. take that personally. Okay. Um, and it's tough to find folks sometimes because you know there's there's four different hosts to this show, and yep. we're always having people on. There's only so many employees you can tap into, but you know Malden's an exciting place, and there's lots to talk about. Uh, Ingrid, you are my uh, much better half. Thank you for joining us here today. You're very Welcome. Wonderful to have you. Uh, we'll be uh, sharing this microphone, and uh, James, thank you for your assistance. So uh, I want to begin, as we always do, with a uh, public service announcement. So this Sunday, we uh, do you know the date on this Sunday? I don't know. My uh, I'm so dependent on my phone I these days. Well. <laughs> yeah, so I think it is the 31st, right? Uh, the Central Fire Station, District 1, is going to be celebrating their 100th anniversary. Uh, that's kind of a big deal. It's a historic building, and we're very, very proud of it. And uh, that happens at 11 a.m. There'll be a little speaking uh, engagement, I am sure, and they're going to show off their renovated second floor. But uh, clearly, if you're a Maldonian and you love history, this is something that maybe you want to stop by on Sunday. Hopefully the rain stays away long enough. It's supposed to warm up this weekend and look really, really nice. Uh, and I hope we have good weather for that occasion. I am uh, thankful to the other hosts of this show, uh, Mike Sharon, Jerry Leone, uh, Joe Piantadosi, and... The former mayor, Ed Lucy. I broke up my Ed Lucy mayor mug that I got my graduating year of Malden High, and uh, I thought it would be nice uh, to, to have it right here. Ed, good job with the mug. Okay, uh, Eric, let's talk about you. Um, I asked you here because you're the director of public facilities. That's a big, important job. Uh, let's, let's, what, what is this department that you head, and what is it that you guys do? So our department is responsible for all the buildings in the city. Okay. So that includes schools, police department. It's a lot of buildings. So the fire department, you mentioned their 100th anniversary. Mm -hmm. the, that group of guys, uh, I'll tell you, I've been um, honored to work with them as well. They, they've mm -hmm. been able to do a lot of the work. They have a lot of uh, talented guys over there who are able to do their own contracting work, whether it be electricians and plumbers and, and carpenters as well. So right. we've been able to you, uh, help with materials through through my department and uh, they've been able to do the work but you talk about public facilities we, we do everything from uh, we work with DPW on snow removal in the winter time um, we're okay. responsible for keeping those schools open so All right. kids that have to go to school can blame me it's a big obligation it's big it's big so uh, we have to make sure those schools up and ready by by 6 a.m. the next morning so the teachers and the kids can all get to school on time and safe. So we not only handle snow removal, but we handle the mechanicals and uh, anything to do with the building. Right, so let's say the furnace breaks. They're calling you. Unfortunately, yes. They're okay. calling me. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> and it doesn't matter when it breaks because it's never between 8 and 4. It's not <laughs> going to be a convenient time no matter what. That's very true. So uh, how many guys do you have in that department? So uh, I have a total of staff of 12, but uh, true, uh, some are custodians okay. and some are maintenance staff. So right. for a city of our size... Um, we're 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 lean, but sure. as you know, uh, it's municipal, right? We're mm -hmm. we're doing more with less, but 
We hear that with uh, with all departments, I would say. Absolutely. Every department uh, wishes they could have more staff, but uh, we try to do as much as we can with as little as possible to uh, stretch those taxpayer dollars, I think. So we've been actually we've been actually um, very lucky that uh, we have a great staff. I would, mm -hmm. uh, and again, I'm sure most so of the department has to say that. Does twelve include you? Uh, twelve does not include me. Okay, twelve right. does not include me. And oh, I'm sorry. And that also um, includes uh, Sheila Wilcox, who's a clerk in my office as well. That's included in our staff. But my custodial staff uh, for the senior center for City Hall, mm -hmm. we have a custodial staff and we have a maintenance staff. So. Uh, we've been lucky this year. Uh, last year, I'd say, when uh, we proposed our budget to the mayor, and as you say, I've been have to do more with less. Right. We uh, showed where we were able to basically take some of the our budget and hire a, an electrician in house. So That's great. we used to outsource, and I think the, yep. as the budget came down from the mayor to the sure, committee, to the you've got this to the council. Yep. You've got to approve that budget. Where we've been shown this year, I want to say um, six times the salary of what our electrician costs us on a yearly basis we've been able to save in-house by not outsourcing and paying these rates for contractors uh, there's right. still a need for contractors right. but we've been able to do so much more with in-house uh, staff it's been a huge success so, for us in other words without having a full-time electrician is he full-time he is full-time okay you would have had to have gone to a third party and paid you know whatever the rate is out there for an electrician to come do the work correct uh, in the schools or one of the other public buildings correct but now you've got enough work for this guy to keep going around all the public buildings stand top of all the electrical uh, issues and concerns and upgrades absolutely so so as part of electrical there's there's HVAC components and he, uh, Brian is able to help and work with my HVAC team as well. Um, so it's been shown that, again, being fiscally responsible, we're saying, listen, this this is how we can keep this in-house. And mm -hmm. as I said, there's always a need for contractors with these specialties, but the emergencies and, and stuff that has to get fixed right away, we're able to jump right on it without having to outsource that. So it's been a huge success for us. That's great. Yeah. Yep. So uh, do you, you probably don't have a lot of engagement with the public. Uh, not a lot, yeah. not a lot. So when my phone rings, it's it's a problem. No one calls me to say hi. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> there's a pipe break or there's they a light out. They don't call you to say, hey, just want you to know, uh, public facilities has been wonderful. That's correct. No, <laughs> no, my phone only rings when there's problems. So, yeah. you know, and, and as I said, that's that's all ours. So, yeah. but luckily we have a, I feel like I have the best staff in the city. So um, I, I have a great team. All right. Well, it's been great having you. Uh, thanks for watching. No, I'm just kidding. We're only seven, <laughs> eight minutes in. I told you I would be invited back. <laughs> no, but we did have a couple things we wanted to go over with you. So I remember from uh, times past, we've been talking about uh, budgets and upgrades. So a couple things come to mind. One, uh, the very big ticket items that I think uh, we are going to need to replace in the near future with the schools, right? Elevators, roofs, mm -hmm. things like that. Because the new schools are not quite as new anymore. I remember the cornerstone of the, the BB. I went to the old BB. Yeah. Uh, that was laid in 1999, so easy math, 20 years. And things start to go in 20, 30 years. I'm a homeowner, so I, I know a thing or two about that. You're a homeowner. Yep. Yep. Um, what is it that's coming over the horizon? And then we're going to get to some of these energy efficiency upgrades, which I think are big news here in Malden, something we can all be very proud about and excited about. Well, so again, the schools are 20 years old yep. at this point, right? Yep. They're, they're built 99, 2000. May Howard was, yeah, was exactly. Was Six new schools. Great. And, and as I tell my vendors and my, my staff as well, I said, listen, the best part of them building six new schools in 1999 was all those six schools were all brand new at the same time. Yeah. But the, everything the goes at the same time. <laughs> exactly. So the reality is now all six schools are now 20 yeah. years old at the same time. Right. With that being said, so um, we've, we've done what we can to try to keep up on, uh, and, and I'm going on my fourth year here. So what starts to go in uh, t four years already? Four years, almost wow. four years wow. already. Yes. You know, they say that the best referees and, and uh, umpires are the ones you can't name because they do such a good job, don't they don't me. make the news, right? True. So the fact that you've gone by four years so quietly tells me that you're doing a great job. Well, well, thank you for yeah. that. Yeah, so that's it. That's it for the kudos. <laughs> now, what starts to go in 20 years? What, what are those items that start to go? So some of the things we're looking at now is uh, boilers. Boilers okay, are, yeah, are yeah, issues. Well, the hot no, you're talking about the, the, the heating system. Heat and hot water. Okay. So there's there's some, some run on separate hot water heaters, but boilers in general are heating 
heating yep. components. Yep. So those, uh, and we'll talk about energy. Is that an indirect system? Is that how that works? With yes. So we always have, in, in all the schools, I believe, we have two boilers. So we have, we have a primary and a backup. So okay. in case there are issues. But again, both those boilers are 20 years old at this point. Right. So we're in the process now uh, of working with a, a, an energy efficiency company outside the Honeywell thing where we're evaluating mm -hmm. our boilers and seeing where, which ones are the worst culprits. Yep. Um, HVAC rooftop units, right. uh, compressors, roofs. There's a bunch of mechanicals and, and stuff that starts to, you yeah. know, 20 years is kind of the point where we're starting to look into these things and saying there's, there's, there's some stuff coming in the horizon. Yeah. Now, I heard about elevators, and I know that's a big ticket item. Mm -hmm. But I've also been in buildings where the elevator is just ancient. So are these things that we do need to replace or just do maintenance? Or so the elevators, the, the thing with the elevators is we are mandated by the state. So we have inspections um, periodically <laughs> with the state inspectors who come in on our, on, on our elevators. And okay. there's really, you know, I laugh because they submit, we, have, we go out to bid every year on these contracts and they will submit these bids for work that needs to be done. And we can't say no because... You need the elevator, so right. so we we use the state bid list, and we bring these these vendors in, and we've been very lucky so far. But the elevator is something that has to be maintained, and we do that annually. So, mm -hmm. as far as replacing them, I don't think replacement um, as much as you would like a boiler, yeah. the elevators. But the the maintenance is just an ongoing, consistent issue for us. Now, people with their own private residence, they generally they wait for the hot water tank to go before they replace the <laughs> hot water tank, right? True. So you know, and, and then there's a real sense of urgency. Or the furnace, or you name it, right? Boiler furnace. Yep. Um, is that the? That's not the approach we're taking here, or is it? Or we're not because the backup, or I don't know. well, so we're not. So we we try to be proactive. There's always the emergencies that pop up, but but what my goal was when I came in is uh, again, where everything is aging at the same time, we're on a break, fix, repair kind of. Yep. role where my goal is to try to get us back on on a little more of offense if you will and, and be a little more proactive to try to see what things are coming down the road mm -hmm. address the worst culprits try to get ahead of that break at two in the morning where we're paying emergency rates and yeah. it's a true emergency but it happens but we're trying to be proactive and and make sure that we minimize that as much as possible do you ever have the day where you're like well guys everything's working looks like we'll knock off early uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go the other way, the days that, that nothing happens. I was going to say, only days that end in Y. Everything's working today, <laughs> yeah, boys. Yeah. As I said, my phone, only, long <laughs> my phone only rings when, when it's a problem. So it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's just the nature of the beast. But I yeah. do love what I do. And yeah. I enjoy coming to work and every day. There's probably always something that you need to check out. Right, and in in, between all these different buildings. Oh, yeah. There's, let's, there's, let's talk about all the buildings, right? So we know we know about these schools, right? And yep. You, and then you got the high school. Yep, um, which is like a, three buildings. Oh, no, exactly. That's a, that's a big one. <laughs> yep. Um, new police station. Probably not too many maintenance problems there, but maybe some hiccups because it was new. And, yep, yep. yep. So um, the police station's, yeah. a, um, again, brand new building, great facility, very proud. I was on the building committee um, of of the police station as we went through and started building it. And I'm, I'm actually very proud of the, of the end product. Mm -hmm. So unlike, not unlike any new building is this stuff that has to be worked in, uh, for, for instance, the HVAC system takes a uh, run the side who is my HVAC mechanic. He, he, it took him about a year to kind of fine tune and, and yeah. so-and-so's hot, so-and-so's cold, this room. So yep. just to kind of work out the bugs. And I, and I feel like we're there now, the facilities running nice there's there's no major issues but again there's little hiccups as you said along the way with that's why they call it construction right yeah. so but the police station is um there's maintenance there's ongoing as we get these brand new buildings what i think we we forget is yes they're brand new but there's a lot more components in them than we had in the old police station and yeah. the old well the old city hall these these all require maintenance agreements and contracts and yeah. and being on top of all this equipment every day so yeah now the temporary city hall facilities those are probably up to snuff at this point right because they're well one is a lease which is nice because i can yeah. call the landlord yeah <laughs> so that is like, the only public building where you can call this is true this yeah. is true 110 which is our, our other um temporary city hall we, uh -huh. we do own it yep. and uh that is an older building as well so there's there's some maintenance needs there that that are again yep. break fix repair type of things but we're we we went in we did kind of a quick tune up before we moved everybody in from city well, hall that's what i was going to say when you when you originally buy a place and you're moving in you, you've already done your walkthrough everything's working at that point and Correct. that move in wasn't that long ago so. Correct. so that building doesn't require too too much not a lot just again our big issues unlike not unlike our other buildings, heat, 
yep. air conditioning, the stuff that's just constantly, your HVAC systems are constantly running, yep. constantly. Always hot, always cold. And I, I, I laugh because we have the employees that, you know, 70 to you might be hot and 70 to Ingrid might be cold. Yeah, good point. <laughs> you know, if you're hot, maybe you should move your desk near the window. Yeah. The, now, the old new City Hall, the City Hall that, that just came down. Yes. That had a ton of those hold and, uh, cold and hot spots. It did. Um, and so don't a lot of these old buildings. I remember the old BB. I mean, it was you, you might have been sweltering in one room and shivering in the next one over. Um, of course, the windows start to go, the seals in the windows. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And and I think one of the things which is which is nice on the as far as the building code today is the the energy when when I came on board one of the things I believe the council as well as the mayor's office were talking about mm -hmm. you you everybody wanted to pass the the stretch codes mm -hmm. so um, yeah. I had kind of worked to get that to where it is today and we passed the stretch code this is about a year and a half ago now anyway so those codes prohibit kind of the issues we had with old city hall where the wind would just blow right through yeah so now you know the insulation it's 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 the windows are all energy rated, so it's a, a very different ball game yeah so yeah. that's actually a really good segue into the energy efficiency that we wanted to talk about and um that is actually all the public buildings right not just the schools that's correct yeah all we're upgrading buildings. all of them yes so um let's talk about what what that involves i know honeywell um a large publicly traded corporation i guess they do they do energy audits right they do. they're in the business of of helping people uh, navigate this upgrade. Well, so that's true. So Let's we jumped it. in on a uh, joint procurement with MAPC on this whole performance contracting, uh, mm -hmm. which is was new to me at the time. And uh, I was lucky enough to sit on the committee where we, we had, I believe, three or four different ESCOs that put their names in Honeywell being one mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. And part of the process of elimination, Honeywell was the chosen ESCO, as they call it, to, to run this project for us. So um, Honeywell's coming in and we're able to, it's a, an $8 million renovation and it's um, guaranteed savings to the city. So any monies that we lay out to do any of these upgrades, Honeywell guarantees the savings. It's going to pay for itself. So we're going to spend $8 million, but we're going to recognize $8 million in energy efficiency. Right. It's actually... Uh, up to $10 million as far as the efficiencies that we're going to okay. get over the course of this performance agreement. So we're replacing yep. motors and drives that are constantly running that use energy. What's the length of this contract? It's a 16-year contract. Okay. And out of that 16 years, uh, Honeywell will yep. be involved, and they will do a measurement and verification process with us uh, every month. Yep. And we have a baseline of where we started. And as we start replacing these items, so right now, our schools, uh, not all of them, there's four of them that are, are com about 80% complete right now. We just retrofitted all the lights in the classrooms and hallways to LED lights. Okay, yeah, the low-hanging fruit. We're That's, all doing that in our homes and businesses Absolutely, now. and that was the first part of this project where we're replacing some boilers, replacing some roof Probably didn't need Honeywell for the lights, but, but this other stuff, we're getting some valuable Well, lights. so the reason they're involved with the lights is what they do is they tie all the energy together where they say we're using X amount of kilowatts per building, mm -hmm. and they measure that for some people period of time okay then they do all these upgrades and they say we're going to use this right. amount of kilowatts the difference is we're going to guarantee you Honeywell's going to guarantee the city we're going to save and i'm going to throw a number 1.21 you know. gigawatts exactly okay. and if you don't save that honeywell is going to write the city back a check yeah and and that's the guarantee portion of the savings so so as you talked about items that need to be upgraded in our buildings we from a capital standpoint this is a way to get our capital improvements done without literally coming out of pocket and it's guaranteed savings for us on the energy side. So it's kind of a win-win all the way around. That's great. So yeah. when some buildings obviously need it more than others. That is true. So the 20-year-old buildings, they're going to benefit from it significantly, you'd say. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, fire stations are, are getting Well, we know we have a 100-year-old fire station, <laughs> don't we? That's true. That's very true. So we're, we just put all, I'm proud to say, we just put three brand, all the windows in District 3. Yes. All brand new windows. That's great. Save That's heat, save cooling. They're in the cooling. West End, yeah. Yeah, so we, we've got a lot of things. There's a lot of balls in the air right now as yeah. far as with, with, with the energy uh, efficiency and the Honeywell project. It's it's going fast and furious. Now, the MRA has a building down on Pearl Street. Is that separate from us? That is. So, okay. So the Redevelopment MRA. Authority folks, yeah, that, that they, they handle their own stuff. That's correct. That's okay. correct. All right. Um, but the Honeywell uh, contract is going to benefit probably uh, maybe the temporary City Hall building that we own? Absolutely. 
Okay. Absolutely. Temporary city hall, fire stations, mm -hmm. police station. As we well, as we police station is pretty new though, right? It is. So so part of our honey uh, our performance contract, we are implementing a new what they call an energy management system. Mm -hmm. So all our schools are run on as I talked about systems and computers, right? So all of our equipment is run on a, an energy management system, which tells the building when it's occupied, when it's vacant whether to run on cooling, whether to run on heating. We right. schedule when people are in, when people are, are gone, they roll the systems back to save energy. So as we roll that in, the schools have a 20-year-old system right now. It's, it's ancient, it's antiquated, we can't get parts. As we implement this new right. system, it's gonna be throughout the entire city. So we will be able to sit in one central location, monitor all of our building usage, and when, when the police leave at night, the second floor we roll back. But the first floor with dispatches, they stay active fire department we have thermostats in there so we'll be able to do that throughout the schools summertime we shut these buildings down we save energy mm -hmm. so it's a win-win all the way around all of our buildings are going to be tied into this this one central uh energy management that's system. wonderful now what about the library talk about a historic building we have a gorgeous old library are you helping out with that as well so dora is our dora library director yeah, dora, she is great she's she's been involved where dora you're on the show next month we're getting you <laughs> all right go ahead. so she got to give me a plug next month yeah yeah so <laughs> so that building was just part of our audit as well so they're getting new lights they're getting new steam trash so they're part of this whole process we didn't exclude anybody yeah that's great that's great um so uh james what do you got for us Something? Oh yeah. Okay. Is that more? Does that apply more to me or to him? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna, we're gonna. Well, no. It's it's a good thing we have these guys. Let me tell you, because you know, I'm I'm kind of a newbie. Yep. Right. You know, I might have fooled you because of how good I do at this, but uh, unbelievable. Yeah. You missed your calling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had someone call me today, and they were asking about. I'm not trying to throw you a curveball or anything, but the Oak Grove Community Building. So that's another historic building, at yep. least in my book, right? Yep. I don't think it's quite 100 years, but let's say it's 60, 70 years. When I was a kid, when I was a Cub Scout, we did the Pinewood Derby in there. Um, I think I, I did my Little League draft there yeah, or something. Yeah, right, yep. right. Yep. And right before it closed, we did a Shakespeare in the Park performance. Remember that, Ingrid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we, uh, we had a rain day, so instead of one of the parks, we did it in that building. Yep. Uh, a lot of groups used that building. Uh, I know that uh, there was a... Foogie did, and Oak Grove Improvement Association, and there was a sketch class, and I think there was an AA meeting mm -hmm. that happened there. I mean, a lot, a lot of different community gatherings and support. Uh, but now the building's not being used for public use. Uh, tell me, what, what's going on there? So when I came on, I know there was an issue, uh, and again, going back almost four years, there was a there was a ADA issue as far as uh, uh, handicap accessibility right and um i know at the time there was there's there's a if you're familiar with the building the downstairs there's no access from that to the upstairs other than going out and around for That's a right. handicap for a wheelchair out and around so uh as far as the renovations were concerned i know that with the ada codes it's expensive know, it's expensive and, and once you start making upgrades it triggers a whole bunch of other upgrades right so <clears throat> when we were moving out of city hall one of the one things that we said hey we need a place for the archives to go temporarily okay. until we get out of City Hall rather than the city go and spend tons of money and store these and pay. Perfect. Records. We said, perfect opportunity. The building is yep. not being used at this time, so let's let's utilize that. So what we did is we, we set up some racks there and we have our storage in that building temporarily yep. till we can get back to the new City Hall, which we can talk about after. Yep. Um, but that building is being used strictly for storage at this point right now, so when... They need records from City Hall, whether it be retirement or treasurer's office, whatever. They they call my office and we escort someone over there and we find the records and they're all organized by shelf like the old uh, storage room at well, the City that's, Hall. Well, that's great. So there's going to be space for it at the new City Hall? Uh, so we're going to have an off-site storage facility for okay. the for the archives. Archives, yes. Okay. So you're talking about the, the old binded books. Exactly. Okay. Uh, and anything, you know, public record would allow we have to keep for seven years mm -hmm. or some stuff forever, depending on what the what the state mm -hmm. requirement sure. is. So that stuff has to go to, to archives. And there's all kinds of new requirements for what archives rooms need right. to incur as well. Yeah. So, so that will be another. You know, I always <laughs> thought perhaps there would it would be uh, justified to have a museum of Malden history. We have all the old photographs and the artifacts. And I'll tell you what made me think of it. 
uh, Karen Anderson, our old clerk, she had some really cool old ballots and stamps and yep. things that you'd find in a clerk's office. And I said, you know, there's some interest here, I think, among Malden residents to see, you know, where their city has come from. Well, you're onto something. So when we were moving out of city, when we were moving out of city hall, see Ingrid? and you said he didn't know, he knows. <laughs> when we were moving out of city hall, John, we actually took a lot of that stuff. Karen Anderson brought stuff down. Uh -huh. I had tons of stuff from public facilities from all over the city. And Dora St. Martin at yep. the library has graciously accepted that stuff. And she does have sure. a lot of old historical stuff. I know. And she could tell you where it is. But she, she's been storing some of that stuff for us as well over there at uh, the library. And I think she just got a grant from the uh, Community Preservation Act, uh, which has allowed her to, I, I think, copy and archive copies uh, oh. of some of the really historic, you know, uh, perhaps ancient documents. Excellent. Uh, which is good. It's great. It's good. Yeah. It's great. So you are also on, uh, and I don't think it's by choice, I think it's probably by ordinance, uh, the building committee. That's correct. For I was on the building committee with respect to the police station. Yep. Uh, $20 million building, on time, below budget. Just got to say that. Um, so <laughs> anyway, now we're doing one for the new city hall. Pretty yes. exciting. You're a great guy to have on there. I know that from firsthand experience. Tell me, where is the discussion now? Uh, can you give a sneak preview to anyone that's watching at home? We talked a little bit to Councilor Murphy. She's on it yes. uh, last month. We talked a little bit about that then. But uh, another month has gone by. I'd love to hear where you're at. So, again, a very exciting project. A uh, lot of work going into the, to City Hall. We're trying to make sure that all the I's are dotted, all the T's are crossed. There's, there's a bunch of uh, behind-the-scenes work, if you will, that, sure. that nobody gets to see. And yep. You know how that stuff works, right? Oh, yeah. you got to deal with the different contractors and vendors and whatnot. Yep, yep. yep. So the contractor's on board, and um, they're setting up their temporary mm -hmm. office as we speak. We actually take possession, if you will, of the facility on April 8th, I believe, on or about, where we will actually start to be able to put hammers put to walls. Put stuff in it. Yeah, so it's very exciting. The uh, contractors have – we've had our, our meetings, and we're getting them ready to, to mobilize. and. Yep. um all the subcontractors have been on board. We had our, our initial meeting. So right now, uh, it's really a lot of the, the backroom stuff where we're, we're looking at furniture and we're looking at uh, systems for, for MATV. We have all the technology going into the place. We have mm -hmm. the finishes and the tiles and the, all the stuff that's kind of like the behind-the-scenes stuff. You that mean they, the AV stuff. MATV is not moving into the new building. Or, no, I said, yep. yeah, yep. technology. Right. Exactly. MA, for them to use. And, and, exactly. Yep. Exactly. For the new city council. Right, absolutely. Council chamber, yeah, I should say. Exciting. I'm sorry, council chamber. It's beautiful. So. Well, I saw the uh, the rendering, and I saw a little um, 3D video. Yes. And that was pretty exciting. We showed it out last uh, episode. Um, James, do we still have that? I don't know if we can uh, – no, we, we, yeah, we don't have that queued up, but, but that was pretty exciting to watch that. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They did a great – honestly, I, I think they did – the architects did a fantastic job. I think the, I think the public's going to be pleased. Mm -hmm. We have a beautiful open space on the first floor. We have meeting rooms. The, the, the council chamber, I believe, is, is second to none. I think, I think everybody can be proud that they're incorporating some of the, the old Malden people that are here from here and been here and into the different walkways on the, on the different floors. It's going to be a, a, a building we can all really be proud of. Again, being born and raised here, I'm a, I'm a Malden guy. So yeah, I know it's, you are. It's, it's exciting to, to, to be part of this project Yeah, as well. to see these things come to fruition. Absolutely. After Absolutely. years and years of talking and waiting and hoping. Um, I know a lot of folks were saying, hey, you know, this city hall that we built – uh, not even 50 years ago, is blocking Pleasant Street and, and prohibiting, you know, one of the busiest T stations from even seeing our downtown, let alone uh, benefiting our downtown with uh, some consumerism. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Now, you're saying that we're going to be getting in there as early as next week. Correct. To start working on... What, what, what's the first thing? So the walls, I heard you say. That's right. They'll get in there. They'll start studying out uh, the walls. <clears throat> they'll start with... So, yeah, I know. So that right now, just the exterior walls are there. Yes, and the floors. Yes, part of what our deal was with the developer yep. is we get back a cold dock shell. Right. And then it's the city's deal where we have to go out and finish all the interior of the building. So. Okay. But the exterior is all up. If if you've been by. What about the systems? The HVAC. That's all us. Okay. The lighting. Yes. All right. Obviously the furniture. Uh, yep. But yep. the windows are in. The windows are in. Yep. Okay. But as far as all the finishes, so as far as the, the finishes of the of the floors, it's going to mm -hmm. be, you know, tile floors and some, carpet in the rooms, the the uh, finishes on the walls. 
Now, let's say Joe Malden wants to visit uh, the new city hall to pay his tax bill or mm -hmm. whatever, whatever the case may be. Where's he going to park? Is it uh, going to be different parking? In the garages, I heard a lot of people say we're going to utilize the existing garages, Jackson Street, and yes. CBD. Yes. yes, so there's no, like the old city hall, we had the garage under, which was for employees, but yeah. there's no garage or parking space, so to speak, for the public. But there'll be, you know, as there's the meter space downtown or, uh, as you said, the Jackson Street or CBD yep. garage, they can utilize those garages as well. Yep, yep, good. And all the public-facing or publicly, uh, uh, you know, noteworthy departments, mm -hmm. Um we're, they're going to be on the first floor. How's that going to work? So the the you first talked about floor, the orientation in your building committee. That's correct. So yep. the first floor is all open with council chamber meeting rooms. As you go up, there's a, a stairway, and as you go up to the, I'm going to call it the second floor, mm -hmm. but that's really where all your customer facing departments are. Your now, clerk. Why are you teacher. calling it the second floor? Well, it, it's technically. Is it the second floor? It's the second floor. All right. It's the second floor. But uh, the first floor is right on Pleasant do, Street. Do we have what I'm going to call a third floor? We do. We have all five right. floors. We all have right, five, five floors. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. And and uh, the first floor, the first floor council, second floor is where the treasurer and the clerk's office and right. what, what I would call customer facing. You go in and pay sure. a bill. You need to go get something yeah. at the clerk's office. That's where all. And that's what is. I was trying to say. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yep. So the first two floors, that's where the that's where the public is going to want to uh, you know, reach out to the different city departments that they deal with. Exactly. All exactly. Right. Yeah. All right. Good. It's it's as I said, I think it's a, a building that will. You know, we're looking to the future too. The building committee has been great. There's, we, we have, a, I believe, we have a great committee, and I know Councilor Murphy, as you said, is on the committee as yeah, well. Yeah, she's and, great. And we've been able to kind of look forward and say we want something that will stand the test of time, right? So, who else is on your committee? So, uh, Ron Hogan is yep. on the committee. Myself, Barbara Murphy, mm -hmm. uh, Ryan O'Malley, Councilor mm -hmm. O'Malley. Yep. Um, the mayor is on the committee. Yep. And yep. uh, so Deb Burke is, I don't know if she's a voting member on the committee, but Deb yeah, Burke is on right. in an advisory the capacity, yep. maybe. Yep. And, and Nelson Miller, who's the um, building commissioner. commissioner, is also mm -hmm. in an advisory capacity, too. Yeah, good. Sounds like a good committee. It is. It is. Yeah. We, we've, as I said, it's trying to look forward a little bit so that building will, will truly stand the test of time. All right. So when is the cold, dark shell going to be less dark and less cold? Well, so that's a good, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the contractors, you know, they, they have a schedule in place and they have to – they have a deadline, right? So, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. I believe they have. That's it. what a Gantt chart shows you, right? You get the timeline. Absolutely. You can see when it's supposed to be. Yep. Um, and big projects wouldn't be uncommon to go a little bit over schedule, um, you know, we and within reason. It wouldn't even it, that would be okay. But sure. what are we? What are we? A ballpark it for me. So we're looking by next March, let's say, to be able to start moving into that building, uh, okay. or, or let's say April, but become yep. what they call substantial com completion uh, sure. in March. So uh, people will start moving their offices over Correct. Uh, this time next year. Correct. And working right out of that location. That's right. So so the challenge will be our IT department will have two buildings up and running kind of simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, not unlike we moved out of the old city hall, You'll wake up one morning at 110 Pleasant Street, and the next day you'll show up at, at, the, at the new city hall and your, your desk and your cube will be all set up with uh, all your work, yeah. work stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, I'm not going to ask you any IT questions. That's for Anthony Rodriguez. Yes. Anthony, you're on next month <laughs> with Doris St. Martin. All right. There's your, there's your next guest. All you have to do is keep dropping names, and we're going to fill my calendar. Yeah, right. See, I told you I value. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, he started to integrate the IT, though, for, I think, some other municipal departments. It used to just be uh, – the city hall, but I think he's doing like the schools now and correct, uh, right. correct. So he's he's working with the school department now as well yep. and trying to tie in. Uh, there's still separate systems, so to speak, sure. but he's overseeing both school yep. and, and city. Yeah, that's great. So he'll be doing a little bit of double duty when you have both buildings: the the temporary city hall and the new city hall. That's what you're saying. Correct, correct. Just okay. hopefully. Just, just so we can get everybody yeah. in a new building. And then you'll have a new building that you won't have as many repair concerns. Oh, right? I hope so. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> many 2 a.m. Uh, nights with the old the old city hall, I can so, tell you that. So let's tie in the first half of the conversation with the second half of the conversation. Uh, is Honeywell consulting with you on the build-out of this new building at all? So they're not consulting, so to speak, but we are going to use – so part of the building committee's job, right, as we're, as we're putting all these new controls and stuff in place in the new city hall, 
again, being on the committee, I've had the opportunity to sit with the mechanical engineers and the architects and say, look, it, this is what I want to incorporate, obviously, the same systems with the economies of scale that we're using everywhere else. There's no sense in, in going one-off over here. So part of the specs that we wrote in for the new city hall yeah. will be equivalent to exactly what we have in the schools and the other city buildings. So it, it kind of helped you, I think, to go through this process at the same time that you were on the building committee for the new building. Yeah, I, it, it definitely didn't hurt. Yeah. It definitely didn't hurt. It, yeah. it, I, I've been lucky, as I said, uh, you know, I don't know how many times uh, a municipality like this will go through a major construction project. I've been lucky enough that this is the second, right? So the police station was first, and now here we are building the uh, I think off. very often people spend their entire tenure with the city and don't see a $20 million project. Right. You know, and, right. You, and you've had the benefit of seeing two. Uh, not only does it help you hone your skills, but it gives you the ability to take your talents Put them to good work. Absolutely. And, and yeah. I enjoy it. It's actually yeah. a, it's, it's the, one of the highlights of, of this position, I would say, is, yeah. is this is being popular. And I'll take credit for all of it that goes well. And Whatever we'll blame, credit people yeah, are we'll to give Yeah, we'll blame someone else. If yeah, that yeah. Go, well, yeah. I haven't stopped talking about uh, that police station I was on the building committee for. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Did I mention uh, on time and below budget? <laughs> I think all you right. did. All right. Just to make sure. All right. So um, tell me, what, what, uh, where are we looking at as far as uh, budget uh, with the new City Hall building? So that was uh, about a twenty million dollar construction, if I'm not mistaken, right? I believe you're correct. Yep, yeah. yep. So um, again, we part of the the time that it took us to get where we are, as you know, that this is a very strong market when it comes to construction, yeah. right? So uh, historically, one of the strongest. Yeah, it's although been, I think it's starting to level out. I think so you're seeing that. I think you're right. I think, but but what happens when you go in these big big jobs is these contractors are bidding out for years in advance, right? So they might be bidding yeah. out for 2019, 2020. So as they were bidding this job, they're not unlike you booking your calendar for, for guests yeah, here next yeah, week. That's right. They're booking yeah. their calendar for work. So a lot of these companies have been very fortunate that they have a lot of work on there. And, and going with the amount of work that they have, materials prices have all kind of jumped up. Sure. So, you know, things have... More, more demand for the um, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. See? See how quickly this goes by? It, I, when you put three <laughs> great people together and the conversation starts flowing... Um, yeah, so um, where would where, where we, where we leave off just now? So just with the materials, the price of materials. Yep. That price of materials go up, exactly, when there's a greater demand yep. for the, the hands with the hammers and yep. the materials they're using, the prices are going to go up, of course. So, again, from where we were when City Hall first came down, to, or this, this dream, as you will, started yep. back was before my time, mm -hmm. and now here we are. We're you know we're putting we're putting uh, hammers to nails. It's yep. the the prices have changed a little bit, but again, uh, it's it's a building that I think is gonna uh, stand the test of time. Probably outlast us, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, yeah, let's hope we last a long time though. Let's hope us and the building. I agree. I agree. Last a very very long time. Yes. I want to be a burden to everyone in the end. <laughs> just, I'm just having fun over here, of course. Um, but uh, no, it, that is wonderful and exciting. It's big news, I think, uh, for the folks at home that they're, they're learning something about, you know, what's going on in Malden. Um, I know I'm learning just from talking to you because yep. you're in the inside of that that room but in the four walls that are making some of those decisions. Um, just top of my mind, other questions I've heard. Uh, I know Pleasant Street's going to open up. It's going to be, I believe, one way straight through to the uh, to Commercial Street, right? So, commercial. so uh, you'll have two-way traffic in front of City Hall. Yep. Uh, what I'll call City Hall and in Jefferson Apartment Group's building. Yep. So there'll be two-way traffic there, and then at Abbott Street is where it will turn back into one-way down, down back towards the square. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so they will have, because there'll be a set of lights at the end of Pleasant Street when you're looking over across to the train station. Yeah, between the apartment buildings and the T station, there'll be a... A signalized intersection. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Yep. With the where old Florence city hall and, stood. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was yeah. in our intro. We were watching it in the introduction That's of this correct. very show. That's correct. Yeah. That's our back door. Yeah. Do we call that the old city hall? I'm not really sure. I mean, because the city hall before that is still here. It's still standing. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Apparently, they did that one even better than the <laughs> way before our time. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's the one uh, for the folks at home that says city center right there on uh, Main Street. Main Street. Yep. yep. 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, it would be nice. And again, just being able to look up Pleasant Street and see the train going by. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's funny. I was talking to Ron Cox coming in here and how yeah. nice it was to be able to see the sunset is what he said. I know. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. And for a, a moment when there was nothing there, I yeah. thought that was very interesting, too. <laughs> it was. It was like a it was like how Malden must have looked, you know, decades ago before all the construction to have that kind of openness. It was unreal. It was, yeah, it was great. in it was an a good urban video. center. Yeah, there was a great video of, um, I think Paul Hammersley got a great video. With, yeah, because they got the drones in, the drone, uh, uh, yeah. what am I saying, drones. Drones. Drones, yep. yep. And yep. you can see right from the top where it's just all wide open. Yeah, But pretty cool. We've been, as I said, it's been, it's, I've been lucky to be able to be part of this whole transformation of the city and... Um, you know, yeah. there's a bunch of great people that, that work here as well. I know, you know, there's yeah. people don't get to inter interact with a lot of the city employees. And That's there's right. been a bunch of good hires as well as people that have been here for a long time. I feel like we have a we have a really good team in place. So yeah, we do. It's 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 a, a good, lot good of good group. people working for this yep. city. Yep. Yeah. Everybody. That, that's how you can make great things happen when when good people come together and uh and, and cooperate. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, you know, Superintendent O'Terry's over there at the schools, and mm -hmm. he's been he's been uh, good to work with. He's my, actually, third superintendent. I've been I've been able to work with him my short tenure here. That is um, amazing. In yeah. four years. Yeah. Well, because you had the interim. I did. So so Dr. DeRuzzi had left when yep. I first got here, and then we had that interim, and, yeah. then, and then John had come in. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's been, I could say, we have a, a real good relationship between the, the city and the schools where... Uh, mm -hmm. We work pretty close together. We try to keep, you know, yeah. get get right on some of the issues that, that pop up. Now, do you hear from the school committee members about certain things that are going on in the schools? Do they ever pick up the phone and say, uh, yeah, Mr. Rubin, listen, you're the director of public facilities. I've, I've heard about a, a condition going on in the schools. and is, no, Not so not much. So I mean, if there's something that there's an issue... Yep. They they will reach out, but not so much. Normally, the I believe the chain of command they kind of go through yeah. John, and then John and I talk. We we okay. meet we meet occasionally. What about the principal? Same thing. They go to John first. Uh, I talk to the principals. Okay. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm in the buildings, and and I'm there, and my guys and my team is in the buildings. So yeah. So we we have a good rapport where, um, yeah. you know, we implemented a facility system where when I the first year I came on as well where they're able to input a ticket and that will generate a work order for our staff and then we can then assign it to one of our guys to go out and actually fix whatever it is or, or outsource it to a contract if we need to be. But so kind of cuts down a little bit of interaction, but the principals, they all have my, my cell and for the most part it's... it's. What about the assistant principals? Ah. I, so again, <laughs> unfortunately, I think my cell is plastered up there. So yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, know, there's no such thing as a private cell anymore. <laughs> no, I, I gave up. I, I just, I, I give everyone here. Here's my numbers. Guys. They know where I live. They, yep. they, you know, they've got the email. They, you know, yep. bring it on. Bring yeah. it on. Especially with yeah, so so they uh, they are all able to to get a hold of someone all the time. Yeah. But but uh, as I said, the staff has been great. We've been able to to work hand in hand and um, yep. and get things done i just saw a little uh logo come up at the bottom i don't know if that's the right but some text that said the podcast i guess we have a podcast people can listen to this that's that's great all right because i know there's a lot of people that are saying i can't believe i missed matheson and ruben and ingrid and i need to, i need to know what was going on absolutely yeah this is like who's who right? yeah you're right that's yeah. right <laughs> yeah. hey don't be too dismissive <laughs> you know there's something to it what do you got anything no yeah you want to ask eric some questions Anything exciting going by City Hall yeah, when yeah. they open up the street? Any yeah. rumors of yeah. anything going on? You mean in? like uh, some, some retail establishments? Yeah, like new restaurants. Restaurants, shopping or, options, yeah. maybe a Starbucks. Yeah, any word yeah. on that? Well, so I don't have specifics to share with you, but I can tell you that the, the owner of the other part of that building, the residential and commercial side, they do have a bunch of uh, commercial space down on the... First floor first commercial. Floor that's that, part of our policy. Absolutely, and they have it. So, yeah. uh, and I know that they've been working with some retailers, if you will. They haven't given. They don't have anything solidified, or but they've been very selective, and they have very specific criteria who they want. And I'm pretty confident that, that they have a good team mm -hmm. over there as well, who's working hard to make sure they Seems get the it. right, the right vendors, if you will, in place. So, again, working every day. I'd love to have a nice, uh, some sort of restaurant downstairs we can go have lunch yeah. at as well. Cause, a nice little coffee shop. Yes. Or yeah, yeah. Sure. It'd be really nice. Yeah. yeah, but they do have space. If you look, going up Pleasant from the square, uh, right before our building, there is a 
a square that is going to be some sort of restaurant that the point of our building if you will with that's, outdoor seating i don't know if they have outdoor seating or not but it that is going to be, be some sort of restaurant so nice. they haven't inked the deal yet so there's nothing but that's what that's fresco dining <laughs> i believe they say <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, that's our favorite it would be awesome oh yeah on a nice day there's nothing like sitting outdoors i agree eating outdoors Looking at just, the sunset. Something about the mood. Yep. It just it just elevates you to a higher place. It's wonderful. De- definitely bring yeah. a whole new... And we've got some, actually, down downtown right now. Absolutely. Um, you know, I was sorry to see Prisco's Pasta Market close because Dan was that good. And I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, you know, it was... He was at a time in his life. Yeah, Pure O'Neill's. Outdoor seating. Yep, Pure O'Neill's, yep. So the square has transformed. I mean, you go on a Tuesday or Thursday night downtown, and you know from being at the meetings, it's packed. It's busy. There's there's life on the street again. It's busy. It's great. It's really become a, a, a different place. Yeah, and it you know it gives purpose to those big wide sidewalks. I remember when we first put them in, people were saying, you know, what's what's with this big promenade that you know people don't really need a yep. sidewalk this size. But when you when you consider the dining options of have, being outdoors and using it, and I remember one time we had some street performers, you know, actually giving it some utility it was really really nice for the downtown. I thought we just need the warm weather to come now so I we know. can get yes. back outside. I know, I know it. And we're getting there. Spring is, uh, we've already had the first official day of spring. Yes. We have uh, set the clocks uh, forward, so we're getting some more afternoon daylight. I'm, I'm getting spring fever. I, you know, I know you happy. guys are knocking off early every day now. No. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy there's no more snow. And I know I know Bobby Knox is with me on that one. Oh, it's yeah. Just, we just, we were just, we're, yeah. no more snow. It's, it's, he, he must be the busiest guy in Malden because he's got the mayor and 11 councilors calling him for every sort of thing. And winter operations is its Well, and game. that department has, you know, grown. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's parks and recreation. It's highway. <laughs> and... Uh, and snow removal, yep. right? And uh, waterworks. Yep. I mean, you know, talk about a guy that wears many hats. He's got to organize all that, and he does a damn good job. Bobby, you're on next month. <laughs> See, uh, there's another we, one. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to hate me, and you're going to owe me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're going to say, don't let Eric Ruben hide anymore. Yeah, he keeps exactly. dropping names. Exactly. <laughs> he, he's, he's been great to work with as well. As I said, we, we have a good staff, so, uh, you know, Bob and I work close together during the winter because, you know, so you talk about like parking regulations in, in the city. People don't realize that when we call a snow emergency, we allow our residents to park in our school parking lots. Yeah, so that's that, nice. It's great for the residents, but it prohibits us from getting into those schools and cleaning those parking lots. Ooh, so yeah. some people say, you know, there wasn't a ton of snow. Why do we have off the next day of school? And the fact is that when we call a snow emergency, we allow residents a certain amount of time to get their cars out of those lots. And we need a certain amount of time to get those lots cleared. So if we can't get in there and clear those lots, we just can't open the schools the next day, which people don't realize that's kind of how this goes. That is a really excellent glimpse into the operations of the city in a way that people haven't thought about because you're the director of public facilities and you're here to tell us. Right, and and people don't realize, because again, there's days where people go, why would they cancel school today? And and the fact is, the only reason we did is when we call a snow emergency so Bobby can keep the major arteries clean for emergency purposes, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. happens is we have a lot of residents, as you know, who don't have parking spots in their house, they don't have driveways. So those cars have to get off the street so we say you can park in our our school parking lot. So that prohibits schools from being cleaned. So... Depending, we always give them two hours to move their vehicles after we lift the snow emergency. So if we lift it at 10 o'clock at night, let's say, they have till midnight, which who's really up at midnight? Yeah, of course. To it's move not their practical. cars. Right. So that prohibits us from getting in and cleaning those lots. So we try to keep them open so as best we can. But that's why we... And this just came up in the flow of conversation. Despite what you folks might think at home and how polished our delivery is, this is unrehearsed. <laughs> we show up right before 7 o'clock. We just sit down and start talking. And uh, literally right before seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. that's true. Yep. Um, yep. And we're not edited, so uh, you know you're, you're seeing what's going on right now. Yep. Yep. So uh, what do you? We're in the last twelve minutes. I'm going to say eleven, twelve minutes. Um, what is it that um, that I haven't asked you that you kind of thought would be interesting for the folks to hear? And don't feel like you're on the spot. I mean, you don't have to come up with something. I'll come up with something else if you feel. Oh, I I really don't have. I guess my when when you would ask me to be on the show, yeah. I didn't really have uh, an expectation of what we. Were, I think right. we talk about the start schools. a conversation. Yeah, see where yeah. it goes. Yeah, I said, yeah. 
You're an interesting guy to talk to, right? Yeah, I think so. Guy to talk. We brought you. Ingrid. Thanks for yeah, coming, yeah, Ingrid. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> so, Ingrid, you're uh, you're doing taxes. You're a tax accountant, and yeah. this is your busy time of year, right? Yeah, Only a very... couple couple weeks to tax day. Yep, very very busy, very busy time, and uh, crunching, getting getting down to the nitty gritty the last few weeks. Now you do taxes for individuals, but you also do it for businesses, corporations, yep, corporations, partnerships, yep. trusts. Wow, I do it all. Wow, yeah, that's great. Yep. Tell me about the different uh, tax dates that occur in the calendar year. Everyone knows April fifteenth. Well, uh, this year it's actually April seventeenth, and it's extended See, to here Wednesday. We go. Learn and um, so that's for you know individual tax. April seventeenth, everybody. Yep. You heard yep. it here first. You can thank Ingrid for those two days. And if you can't uh, file by that date, then you can file an extension. And that takes and you to, to October fifteenth. October fifteenth. Yes, as long as 15th, the fifteenth doesn't fall on a weekend, then it should be the Monday. All right. Yes. All right. Now. Uh, there's a, there's a corporate time of year, is there not? Yes. Um, if, about that. if you have a, um, an S Corp or LLC, um, yep. those are due on March 15th. I think they extended the C Corps to April 15th. Okay. And um, and then also, if you couldn't uh, file your S Corps by um, March 15th, that's extended to September 15th. Now, the S Corps have passed through taxation to Correct. the individual owners. Yes, yes. And the C Corps don't. They have they have a, a corporate tax. Yes, right? they're their own separate entity. Yes. That's right. Okay. That's right. And, uh, and then you get taxed again on the individual side if they were to distribute, say, uh, uh, dividends or something Correct. like that. Correct. That's right. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, see, law school taught me a few things. Yeah. We covered taxes. Yeah. We covered municipal. Yep. municipal and the yeah. And there's a lot of tax uh, changes this year. A lot so. of tax changes. Yeah. Yep. They did do a, a tax overhaul. Yep, they did. Um, and they, re they reduced the corporate tax rate. I know that. Yes. Okay. Yep. And yep, they uh, combined uh, um, exemptions with the standard deduction. So you're finding a lot of people that used to be able to um, write off their mortgage interest and real estate taxes that they weren't um, able to do that this year. So there were, you know, some disappointed yeah. individuals, and <laughs> yep. because they also got rid of the miscellaneous deduction section. Yeah. Um, except for if you are a veteran or you're at work in the reserves. Wow. So. I was about to say, slow down, Poindexter. <laughs> and, and if you're a business owner and you're self-employed, there's an exciting 20%. Uh, talk to me, talk to me. 20% <laughs> business deduction of the QBI, so you'd want to ask your accountant about that. Yes. All right, well, I'm going to ask you, what's the QBI? Um, it's a 20% uh, uh, deduction mm -hmm. off your net, net income. Yeah. Well, this is good. We could do a whole hour just on this, but we're not going to do that to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. You, you, you did great. You did great. And I can't drop her name because she's here. Yeah, so that's, that's right. I know. Yeah. I've already had her on the show. But I, I work for a wonderful uh, CPA, Joe Mavilio. Joe Mavilio. And he um, grew up in Malden. But did he really? Family. Yes, he most certainly did. Well, I think Joe is wonderful. And i got to yes. tell you, going around town, you can imagine as a city councilor, I, I meet a lot of people. Well, you know I do. Yeah. Uh, you meet them with me very often. Um Joe happens to be the accountant for a lot of people here in Malden. Yes, he is. This guy is yep. incredibly He's popular. He's incredible. He's extremely bright. Mm -hmm. um, I've been working for him for um, uh, almost 21 years. 21 years. And he is just Wakefield amazing. Center. Him you know, And everyone that works there is like family to me. Yeah. Yes. I, I have only found people that are 100% yep. satisfied. In fact, people have recommended him to me many, many times. Yeah. I, however have a family friend that's been doing my taxes since I was <laughs> old enough to right. even pay taxes. And uh, and he's a Malden guy, right in Ward 3, and I'm not leaving. <laughs> he's my guy. Yeah. So we stay true to our people. Um, but uh, anyway, Eric, Joe Mavilio, if you're looking for a tax guy, Joe Mavilio. Got it. <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, we're down to the getting down to the nitty-gritty. Anything yeah. you wanted to add over here, Ingrid? No. No? No. Okay, well, I want to thank you for coming on. You did a great job. Thank you. Yep. And, uh, yeah, back over to you here, Eric. Um, you know, you've been a wonderful guest. Well, thanks for having me. Um, I'll have you on again uh, after I have Bobby Knox, Dora St. Martin, Anthony Rodriguez, 
Anyone we'll else give you the whole to... department head listing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just just keep asking. Yeah, well, I get the budget coming down to me soon. <laughs> That's right. right? I'll, just That's bring, right. I'll just bring the, the budget book in, and I'll say, yeah, I got them. Just be kind. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should do it. Schedule them before we approve the budget. That's right. That's right. <laughs> do it by budget. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So it is budget time again, right? So we're, we're, it's coming. we're coming around. and It's yep, coming. It's yep. got to come down from the mayor. The way this works, and I say this on the council floor very often because people don't quite understand necessarily how it works and why should they, but uh, all expenditures, uh, they come from the mayor. The mayor has to develop the budget. This is what I'm going to spend, and this is the project that I think we ought to pursue. That goes to the appropriation authority, which is the city council. Their job is to represent the constituents that elected them and, and take a look at these uh, spending requests and see if they're the right thing, the right direction for our city, and that's the check and balance that we've got. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, the budget is coming down. I know the mayor's working with different people uh, in City Hall. Uh, yeah, we work with yep. the mayor, asks us for our, our input on our individual budget. So we All the work, departments. The yep. department heads, yep. yep. Everybody gets together and puts their budget together, and we work with the, the city controller. And So you probably look at last year's budget and you say, you know what, I'd like to submit this plus 20%. Why only 20? <laughs> What'd you do with the rest of it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as you know, it's all, everybody, everybody's yeah, always... you got to advocate for your department. Absolutely. Right, absolutely. and if you had more resources, it would make your job easier. So absolutely. it's logical that you would do that. Yep. Um, but in reality, you're probably coming back, what, level funded or close to that? Maybe it's a little bit more, maybe it's a little bit less, you know. Yep. Um, and we do that across every city department. Right. I'm sure the treasurer and the uh, city controller work with him as well as the auditor on uh, putting the whole binder together because it's a it's a it's a it's a Herculean task. It's a big it's a big binder. I've watched it with yeah. you folks for the last yeah. Oh, yeah. three years. So I so then on the council level, you know that time of year we uh, have everyone come in in May, all the department heads, and we talk to them about their department. And we say, you know, is this budget going to work for you? And uh, these are the questions that I see based on the numbers I'm looking at. I'm just going to send and this podcast in, though, this yeah. year. Just send that's the podcast. It. I'm yeah. at the show. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There'll, there'll, be a, there'll, be a, there'll be a seat with a tape recorder <laughs> that's on it. it. That's <laughs> it. I'll send Ron Cox on the video. <laughs> yeah. And Zora St. Martin. That's Anthony right. Rodriguez that's right. They'll, that's Knox. how you get on the do the show. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I'm actually chasing these uh, these folks with, uh, I got three other producers on this show. Right. 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 So Chief Mollis was just in. I'm right. like, well, there goes the police. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. So you got to get them. Well, you don't forget Kevin Finn. I, I, the fight chief. I know. I actually talked to him today okay. about his, okay. uh, told him I was going to um, drop the news, and I'll say it again if you're still watching this show tonight. Uh, don't forget about the 100th anniversary of uh, District 1, the Central Fire Station across from Malden High. It is Sunday at 11 a.m. Uh, I don't know how long the program lasts, but I know there'll be some speaking and there'll be uh, a renovation they want to show you on the second floor. And I believe they have some some historic elements that they're going to break out and show you from years past. You know, maybe the days of the horse and horse, horse and, and buggy. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. It's great, great building. It really is. Yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. Like, I wonder what fire response times were then. Imagine. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to get there. This horse isn't cooperating. Yeah, yeah, but there's no traffic. <laughs> yeah, there's no traffic. <laughs> you don't have to worry about yeah, traffic. It might actually be the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, but, um, I'm looking forward to doing some more of this. This is my second episode hosting 02148. So you're uh, guest number two for me. Oh, great. You're, you're right here with me for the second episode. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, folks, you know, stick around because there's going to be some more. I'm going to host it on the last week of every month. And, uh, of course, you know who your other hosts are and you're watching, so you enjoy the show. You Now you know about the podcast you know about public facilities. You know about the city hall that's coming. You know about the 100th anniversary of the fire station. We've got two minutes left. Am I right about that, James? Two minutes? Two minutes. All right, I got this. Yeah, two minutes. <laughs> two minutes-ish. There's, the, there's the sign. There's the sign. <laughs> I didn't I kept seeing where you're looking over there. I didn't know that she was over there. Yeah, yeah, no, we've got help in the studio. We couldn't do it without them, actually. You know, they're the ones that are changing the uh, camera angles and screenshots for us. They mm -hmm. set up the microphones, and, uh, yeah, they, they get the whole the whole operation ready. Yeah, no, they, they do a great job as well. We'll give yeah, them a little yeah, kudos, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right on. Yep, so, um, yeah, a lot, a lot of people come together to make this work, just like our city. Absolutely. And uh, Ron Cox did tell me it is going to be on, uh, he does his podcast so they can listen to it, and it's on on, yep. on demand on their city stream. And so he was giving me the whole lowdown when I came in. Yeah, well. yeah. I've got to say, the folks here at MATV, they really know what they're doing. 
Um, I've met a lot of great people that that work here at this operation. And uh, Brian Biggie actually just left after, I believe, I uh, 20 years or so. Yeah. And uh, that is one guy that, you know, you called him up, and if you had a question or a favor, that guy was right there to do it with you. Yep. And he would do it. didn't matter who you were. He would try to help you out, whether you're a member of the public, <laughs> member of the the city council or working in city hall, it didn't matter. He was right there to help you out. And he sat through a lot of long, boring city council meetings, sometimes to midnight. And, and he was the guy that filmed those and, and took care of the technical issues and audio video and all that. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, folks, I think that's it. We are uh, counting down to our credits. And I want to thank you. You want to say goodbye to the folks over I here? I do. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. I, I yeah. appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for helping out the city. No Four problem. years and counting. We hope to have you here many, many years longer. You're going to outlast the new city hall building. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, Ingrid, very much. I appreciate it. You were definitely the most beautiful person here tonight. <laughs> and uh, maybe we'll have you on again. You know, next next month with Doris St. Martin or Bob Knox or Anthony Rodriguez or uh, one of the folks that I see in the budget. So that's it, folks. Thank you very much. It's been a great pleasure to have you here tonight, and uh, thanks for watching. We'll see you next month.